your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... You know, baby. Fists of fail. Happy June, everybody. It's uh hey, we're we're ditching the we're ditching the themes for a month. At least for a month. I don't know how long we're gonna keep this up for. Uh, uh we have a theme lined up for uh July actually. So for, Ju- for July, yes. Yes. So uh sure. this is our twenty twenty one martial arts movie catch up. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could uh, say written, written on our whiteboard right oh, here. Oh, I keep it's, forgetting you write shit I, <laughs> behind you. I actually have a whiteboard, and for those who uh, want to see the whiteboard, you can follow us on YouTube and find it that way. Um, but yeah, I have written up here that June is the new release recap month. I guess I don't know. It's a, it's not a very creative name. <laughs> uh, but even though we're talking about a movie today that came out two years ago, right? Technically, yeah, it came, uh, came out in China in 2019, but it's, uh, what is it? I think Well Go is releasing it uh, this coming week. It's been on um, the Haya streaming service as well. So uh, if you don't have access to Chinese VPNs or you don't want to you know, import Chinese DVDs, then you had to wait until now. Yeah, this is one of those movies that you need to watch. Is that the consensus that we are both landing on? We, we didn't talk about this movie before we started recording, so I, I don't know if I'm being sarcastic. Uh, what, are we, <laughs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> We're talking about an undercover... Undercover brother? <laughs> undercover versus Undercover. Uh, undercover versus Undercover, which is the original title, uh, or Undercover Punch and Gun. Uh, which stars Philip Ng and Venice Venice Wu. Uh, do you know where Venice Wu is from? Venice it, Wu is a Taiwanese actor. Yeah, and yeah, but, that is the extent of what I know about them. Do you remember Ip Man Four? The uh, our uh, our ever so acclaimed Ip Man Four episode that everyone oh, the loves. one the one that everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, everyone loves that one. Because uh, I was not there, and I'll keep on reiterating uh, that. That's right. Remember, there was this character that was trying to emphasize uh, Chinese kung fu in the military. Oh, uh, that was yeah. Him? That that was Venice Wu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's very different looking him. with with the longer hair and the baggy clothes and the. Yeah, they made him look like a like a California gangbanger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he is from California. Oh, uh, he is okay. he is an American American Taiwanese. So yeah, you're not that far off. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, Philip Ng, we haven't talked about him before, but I think he was in Birth of a Dragon, uh, which uh, where he played like Bruce Lee in that film. I never actually watched that film. Uh, I'm wondering if that's something that's worth covering one day. But uh, if, why don't you tell us if it is? Yeah, uh, any any listeners listening in, uh, uh, let us know. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is actually my first outing actually watching him like full force uh, while being the main character, and I actually think that he has, has a lot of uh, action chops to him. And that's uh, basically where the good and bad of uh, the movie kind of end for me. Uh, the rest is kind of like, why did I sit through this? I don't know. So yeah, I told you to watch this. Mm-hmm. and you actually got around to watching it before I did. Yes. So when you said, hey, yeah, we can talk about this movie, I thought, oh, okay, you know, it must be, you know, must be decent, must be uh, ex- in, in some sort of acceptable sort of viewing material. 
and I watched it last night, and oh my god, what? <laughs> why well, did why did we follow up uh, Unbeatable with this movie? Like, well, well, we're at least we're going back to the martial arts trope, uh, the martial arts format. This is definitely what I would consider a martial arts movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 that aspect, it's pretty good. For our format, the way that we like to break down martial arts movies, like break down the action, talk about the technicals, what works, what doesn't, there's plenty to talk about. The movie is not good. <laughs> that's that's basically how I feel about the whole experience. It's just, oh, it, it doesn't start off that way. I feel like when it starts off, it has some hiccups. I don't think it's perfect. As the movie goes along, it just feels like there's just no cohesion. Everything's so... like a mess. You remember that weird uh, auto-tune meme song, like uh, "Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Wife"? Uh, vaguely. Uh, uh, okay. Well, there's a you know, it's like they're um, they're snatching up people. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah. Hide whatever. But there's a line in that song when he's like, you know, you are so dumb, you are so dumb, and they repeat it over and over again. <laughs> and I don't know. As I was watching this movie, that line just kept on looping in my head, like. You are so <laughs> dumb. This movie is so, so dumb. Uh, um, I don't know of the... Mm, I, can, I don't have Maybe adjectives to put to dumb. describe this no, movie. Yeah, d- okay, fine, dumb. <laughs> it's, it's dumb. Uh, dumb, is, uh, dumb is like one thing where it's like, I'll be... It'd be, it'd be kind of fun if it was like dumb fun where I would think that the action is just kind of like all over the place and or like the storytelling is all over the place and I can't kind of laugh at the film. I don't really do that with this movie. I'm... I. Some of the times I'm just like nodding off or like my eyes are glazing over mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's the movie or if it's just my attention span, uh, but there's something about this movie that I just can't exactly pinpoint why it doesn't, it doesn't make me fully engage with it, even though there's a lot of shit happening sometimes. Do you, so, do you follow what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. I kind of get a sense of what you're saying. So can you tell me what this movie is about? <laughs> This is this is where like the dumb just comes out for me. I was okay. trying to think about what this movie is about, and uh, I, I don't know. Is this rhetorical, or do you actually not know? Uh, I watched this a second time, and I still, uh, okay. I just, well, I, I, I watch... felt liquid coming out of my ears <laughs> while watching this. Yeah, uh, well, the the basic premise, which should have been the beginning and the end of it, is the main character is an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. He gets in, he infiltrates the drug kingpin and he's like i guess he should be continuing to dive deeper into the the seedy underbelly of of crime and try to bring down the whole drug ring drug ring or whatever Mm -hmm. uh that should just be the end of it but it it just it gets kind of messy because there's like oh there's like another guy uh played by andy on who like is like the real mastermind but also he has like someone who's trying to kill him who's like on the other side of them and i don't actually know and then at the same time there's like the cops who are siding with the main character who want him to dive deeper i don't know where any of the legions are i i get kind of confused at that and at uh, there's too many parties involved right like do, yeah do you yeah there's that? there's way too many characters and i think they're going along the lines of the fact that this is an undercover sting operation sort of movie so Who's the mole? Who's really undercover? And characters appear out of nowhere, and I'm just like, who? Who is that? What? What is? What is the importance of them? Yeah, 
and um, I didn't care about anybody. Oh my god! Like everybody in this movie was just so. Yeah. I, I kept on thinking of of unbeatable in that. Like, what am I watching? Like, I don't like anybody in this movie. Everyone's <laughs> just kind of there, going along with emotions. But I will say, the I was kind of warming up to the movie a little bit during certain times because the movie is kind of self aware that it's dumb. Mm, is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, Van, what's his name? Van Ness Wu? Van Ness Wu, yeah. yeah I Van actually Ness don't Wu. have to pronounce that. So yet. when you first meet his character, uh, I think his name is Tiger, uh, <laughs> he is one of those characters that I assumed, oh my God, he is going to be the annoying comic relief and I'm going to hate him the entire movie and I'm going to wish him to die like in every <laughs> single time he shows up on screen. And he started to, you know, he started to fill that, you know, prophecy for me. Like every time I saw him, I was just like, oh God, this guy's so annoying. But then he started get getting so annoying to the point where it was looping around. <laughs> and I was laughing at everything he was doing because he was just so obnoxious I, on screen. I think that's called a mental break, Zero. I think you <laughs> just like cracked. I think, I think that's what happened. Like he started annoying me, but then he started annoying the characters at that point like it was no longer just mm. annoying me like okay. he realized what he was doing and he started annoying the, the actual characters in the story and i think that's where i kind of warmed up to his, his character you warmed up to it oh man dude, you you're way more forgiving than i am that moment <laughs> where he's singing and dancing as if he's doing it for a camera but there's no camera involved you know which one i'm talking about there's you're like talking about where, like at the end like of more, the more film, yeah like, exactly just, yeah, yeah well th we're not gonna break down every single scene well all you need to know is like He's, he needs to do something. He pretend like he knows how to make a cook like Walter Yeah, appar White. apparently that was a parody of like some Taiwanese video, cooking videos or something like yeah, that. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. care. Well, it went on too long. It went yeah. on oh, way too course, long. I was course. like, oh my God, like I get it. It's, he's, he's a comedian. Ha 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 ha. No, like at that point, I think I was like, all right, I, I need this character to like die. <laughs> well, that's what I was <laughs> thinking of him. The first you know the first part of the movie and then he just became so annoying that i was i i, I don't know he came he came around for me <laughs> you know who's the i mean i actually found more annoying than him was uh it's gonna sound kind of mean and mean spirited is andy on who plays the oh villain. god he was he was i don't know if he was annoying he was i was confused by him a lot what do you what do you mean by that because i have um, my reasons Mine well, are more superficial. So this movie was written by five different people. And oh, I couldn't tell. Five, didn't feel like five a different people could not save this mess of a script. <laughs> uh huh. I don't know. His motivations, his acting sometimes. I will say he's, he does a pretty good English accent. Well, I think he's American also, accent. I think he's actually from America as well. I think. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure he is. But uh, yeah, uh, oh man, his, his acting. I hate to harp on it because, uh, I mean, I don't know. It just, no, it's hard on it. It's pretty bad. Cringy at times. It's yeah. pretty bad. Uh, I don't know what it's like in Mandarin. Okay, so the languages in this movie are split between Cantonese and Mandarin. And English. Uh, and English, yes. And I think we talked about this before. Sometimes when in movies, uh, people just kind of talk over language barriers. And there's no translator in the room. And somehow they understand each other. And it gets kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. I just suspend my disbelief and understand, like, like that they just have to do that. You just pretend uh, that they understand each other. Yeah, but then in this movie, there'll be scenes where people are speaking Mandarin to Cantonese speakers and vice versa, and they understand each other perfectly fine. And then there's an English speaker coming in there, and there's like, what is he saying? And I'm like, wait, where's the continuity here? Like, I don't. Yeah. 
I don't get this. And I, hey, like, I, I understand Cantonese. I don't understand a word of Mandarin. It doesn't just fucking happen. Um, <laughs> and it, it, yeah, it doesn't make a lick of sense. I think it should have been it worked better if they dubbed it um, and just like kept it to two languages. Uh, that way we have the Chinese and then we have English so that when they switch back and forth, it would make sense when they don't understand each other. And this movie, I don't know, it's just all over the place. And that's just like the smallest gripe I have with this movie. There's quite a bit. But um, at the same time, let's talk very briefly about the action as a whole. Because, uh, I mean, it's not bad. That's probably the only reason why I would say like this is worthy of talking about. Because the action is generally pretty good at times, right? Like It's yeah, probably was... one of the better ones of recent years. Right, yeah, I was actually surprised because... It felt very, very B-movie in terms of the story and the acting. It felt very lowbrow, not lowbrow, very just kind of cheap at times and kind of uh, as a like an afterthought in terms of what how they were trying to build the characters and write the story. Yeah. But then when it gets to the action, I thought, oh, OK, this is, you know, it's, it's pretty competent. Uh, I've never seen... Uh, Philip Philipping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen anything he's action directed because he also he's starring any action directed this, which I think mm-hmm. is a, is pretty impressive. Right. And the action I would say was was simple, was very well shot, um, but it felt effective at the same time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, like everything you said is true. Everything you said is very true. The action is pretty astounding at times. Uh, it's not mind blowing, but it's you know compared to the fare of movies that action movies that we've been getting of recent years it's you know this is definitely of higher quality it doesn't change the fact that the movie is just a complete mess <laughs> <laughs> and i uh, it, and like i try to i try to veer towards the positive but it somehow ended up back being like hey remember like the the love interest character that was pointless Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Really Philip bad. Philip Ng has a the main character has a love interest who is like the daughter of the mob boss, and um, spoiler, something happens to her, and it's like come come, it's it's supposed to be like a dramatic moment, and I don't give a shit, like I, I really don't like there's also there's also like human trafficking involved with the the drug trafficking as yeah, well. Yeah, there's like a D plot with uh, girls getting trafficked on a boat. Yeah, and another and, character but all of them die. Yes. Yeah, oh god, that was really really bad. <laughs> it's like I, I don't I like all right. So I made this in my notes when I was watching mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, the the movie's tonal shifts are extreme. Like they're all over the place. I one one dramatic scene will be interspliced with like a joke but like out of nowhere and then it's back to serious and then next thing you know it's tension filled there's action going on and it's back to like a drama and then there's a and then throughout the whole movie is the whiplash sound of soundtrack in the background just like oh, non-stop man. jazz yeah that's that's where <laughs> some of the action kind of kind of threw me off more a little more towards a negative because uh, experimental jazz, free flowing jazz during a Hong Kong action movie didn't, it, it, it kind of worked, but it mostly felt out of place for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, as someone who's uh, a fledgling, like, trying to get into jazz more, I think that it kind of works at times. Like, oh, it really is experimental, like you said. <clears throat> but yeah, it's, it's also like, I've never seen this before. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe uh maybe don't maybe have something a little bit more conventional. I don't know. It, it's not. Yeah, I don't exactly know how to feel about that. But it when I think about the action, I think about jazz, 
And that's not normally something I think about when I think action movies. Right. Yeah, if if somebody told me that uh, when Philip Ng was doing the, you know, the fight choreography, if he said that it was all impromptu and nothing was choreographed and they just did it on the fly, and then they said that's why we decided to put jazz on top of it, I would say, oh, okay, that, you know, thematically makes sense to me. That's a, that's a kind of neat thing. But I don't believe that's the case. This looks... Like it was choreographed and you know thought out. Yeah, and all yeah. That fun stuff. Right, right. Well, on top, you, well, the jazz is something you could definitely hear throughout the whole movie. Uh, but you know what you can't hear? Uh, the audio, the dialogue. This is one of those movies where I, I don't know. Like I don't. I mean, one of those general folks who do not have a good sound system at home. So I, I like this movie is one of those movies that uh has the audio levels like you know hear people are talking like this and the music is like this. So uh, that's well, I mean, that's your sound system. And I mean, that's it's, it's just a, how it's mixed because it's usually mixed for surround sound, you know, yeah. 7.5. And then your front speaker is supposed to be, yeah, whatever. The dialogue, that, yeah. I, I, yeah, I get that. that but this movie stuff. is like the prime example of that. And for someone who actually understands Cantonese, I, was, I had to turn on the subtitles. So I was like, nope, I am not risking it. I don't want to wake up my neighbors again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't want to dive right into nothing but the negatives even though we did uh, but uh, i think maybe we can talk about the action now because that is a saving grace for this movie there's plenty of good action although i mean just to circle back to the negatives because i am that kind of guy uh there are like a lot of like editing techniques that this movie does uh i'm sure you picked up on zero it's like there's like flashes of light and there's like uh like a a, a speed ramp and, and like it'll or like there'll be like a filter a sudden two frame filter on somebody and it, it like everything screams like early 2000s after effects technology and like mm. it just feels so dated like um are you uh, talking about the action or just things that were happening just throughout during the whole the movie, movie in general. Oh, okay yeah movie. there were i mean there were drone shots that were completely useless they added nothing maybe they showed the environment but i couldn't even tell uh they you know they were just doing everything that they could in this movie um i don't know i like there was a trippy effect when they were uh, i don't even know where they were but it looked like uh the cameraman took mushrooms because the um you know the background was kind of, uh, I don't know, flowing and swaying mm-hmm. for maybe two seconds. It was yeah. like a two-second shot, and that's, that's, that's it. It it added absolutely nothing. Right. You know, and this this is why I want to go back to that, why I had to mention this. I'm glad all those trippy experimental uh, effects are, are not applied for the action. Yeah. It feels like a completely, I mean, that's what second unit directors are for. But I mean, gl- I'm glad that the editors didn't go in there and, and fuck up the, the action, because unlike the rest of the movie like they don't like the, i think the action is very well uh well shot very well paced um generally don't have too many complaints with the action to, as a whole but like the rest of the movie it, it might as well have been an ent- entirely different film and i like it you would be none the wiser in terms of like the way that it's shot uh yeah and i like just like that i don't i don't have anything else to say about the movie uh, that's positive <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh i mean this kind of sounds bad saying it too but i was like really distracted by uh philip Philip Ng's chin. <laughs> Why? Just, What's that? It's just like I don't know. It's just so perfect, and it juts out. And <laughs> I, I once I honed in on it, I could not stop looking at his chin. I just kept on thinking of <laughs> like Bruce Campbell. Nah. <laughs> All right. Sure. I mean, that's one thing we needed in this movie was uh, more Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, you know what this movie did not need more what? of mm-hmm. a a sniper 
who never snipes, who just looks through her scope and does absolutely nothing. We, oh my god, uh, we'll talk about the sniper fight at the end of the movie because that's if what you can happens. even call it a fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, it just goes on and on and like. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this movie's stupid. I mean, like, I, I, I agreed. I agree with you. But yeah, um, yeah, it has like whew, a lot going wrong with it. But at the same time, the action's not bad. Yeah, the action's pretty good. Uh, so just, just to go back a little bit for the final fight. Uh-huh. On, one of the things that uh, you can tell where it's just not going to be up to, about choreography anymore. And I've mentioned this in many episodes. Once you start going into slow motion yeah. during like the last fight, that's how you know like it's just supposed to be emotional at that point. Yeah. It just turns into a slugfest. You're not really looking at fancy choreography. It's just like, oh, the characters are really giving it their all. They're giving it the old one-two, trying right. to defeat the villain, and it's just, that's it. Right. And well, that's the last fight of undercover Well, punch, it's a good thing gun. undercover punch and gun, yeah. Uh, it's a good thing we love the characters. <laughs> It's a good thing we love the characters so much because, like, yeah, I definitely feel for their emotions that they're going through. Not at all, no. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Um, so, Zero, do you recommend... <laughs> I can't even ask that question with a straight face. Uh, why don't you recommend this movie? And well, why... why don't I recommend <laughs> no, it? No, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Uh, well, it's weird. Uh, I kind of liked watching this movie. Like, I started... Okay. As I was watching this movie and I started to realize how dumb it was, I started to enjoy it a little more. I went to the fridge, I got some beers, and so I really, really started enjoying it <laughs> at that point because it was I was just kind of laughing at the movie. But I felt the movie was handing me things for to laugh at. Like it it's it's a little <laughs> self aware at times and it's it it's not dumb enough though like I, it needed to go it right. needed to go off the deep end and it and it doesn't unfortunately there there's moments where you can tell like okay this is trying to be cute like the drift you know the tokyo drifting grandma mm. the um uh what's his name uh venice Wu doing the like the video cooking show that stuff is all wink at the camera and they're they're really trying to be cute and it it needed to just be stupid it needed to be full-on like idiocracy yeah like it doesn't yeah like i said the the tonal shifts it's like it doesn't know what kind of movie it wants to be sometimes it's like yo it goes just enough there but not far enough where i feel like oh it like it really leans into the camp territory Mm -hmm. so yeah i wish it did more of that i don't know so zero would you recommend the fights or would you recommend like just the yeah the movie you recommend the movie right right uh yeah this you you kind of have to watch if you're gonna watch this you gotta you gotta really know this is this is not the best story there's lots of (laughs) things you question out loud while you're watching the movie um this is kind of interesting in that uh we when we talk about action we like uh, a lot of times it's it's hong kong action movies right 80s and 90s stuff and i believe this is a hong kong movie right mm-hmm. yep yep and this is yep. 2019 i can't recall the last uh hong kong action movie i've seen in a while like a re- like a recent one because yep. a lot of a lot of the action movies have shifted to mainland china and I, I don't really, I, I feel that the, the Hong Kong uh, movie scene has slowed down considerably. Yeah, for sure. So no, it was kind of... international market, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of neat to see this because it's been a while since I've seen a Hong Kong action movie. So I think in that respect, uh, you can check it out. It's, it's, not, it's not like its predecessors, but it is still very competently made and shot where I was entertained by the action. So I think... Mm. 
in that regard, you can check out the action. Okay. So, all right, cool. So you do rec- you do recommend the movie? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, kind of, kind <laughs> with of, the with kind of, kind of recommends, but you got to go in really, really knowing what kind of movie this is. It's mm-hmm. not like the the plot is all over the place. The characters are are developed very poorly. <laughs> But it's a little entertaining because because there's like a incompetence level to it almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five writers. Five writers. <laughs> uh, so with that, with that uh, tone sets. Um, yeah, I, I think you can totally watch this movie without the movie. <laughs> Just watch the fights. Like absolutely, you don't need the context because like even watching it with context, I'm like that doesn't help. Because this movie actually does feel like they made the fight scenes first and then they cobbled up the story second. And it is it is almost like what I would imagine being like a, a love letter to action fanatics right? or, or people who love traditional Hong Kong action movies, uh, martial arts movies. And it's it's not entirely like that, but I do like that where it's like a return to form. It's like Hong Kong is known for, was known for its martial arts movies. Here's something of more recent years that's kind of like that. And at least we get some semblance of the good old days here. It's not perfect, but the action's pretty good. And that's what sold me and made me think this is the movie that we should check out this week. Even though the movie itself is pretty appalling at times. It's pretty bad. It's pretty, pretty bad. Is um, this... So, so I was, I was on the fence, like, so this wasn't so bad, it's good. No, no, absolutely not. It's, it's just like, it's incompetent, but not in a amusing way. It's incompetent as in a why kind of way. Like, yeah, so I was, I was getting amused by it because I was, I was just shocked at some of the stupidity behind some of the things going on. Right. Well, it didn't start off like that for me. Like, I, I know if I told you, I, I watched the first 15 minutes in the movie like three times <laughs> yeah because like, every time i try to start i'm like oh i got distracted with something so i have to stop and try it again i'm like oh i gotta stop i gotta stop again so i watched the first 15 minutes and i i, I knew the first fight like like the back of my hand at that point and, and i oh. thought hey the movie's not so bad because the first 15 minutes are pretty good and then the rest of the movie happened like i wish i watched this <laughs> before because <laughs> i would have known uh but it's fine the movie is pretty pretty solid the fight scenes are pretty solid go check out the fights the movie not at all not i don't recommend the movie uh watch them on youtube or or check it out on haya if you're really that desperate but i can end this with uh my favorite experience with this movie because i did not enjoy it i had to watch this sober uh i couldn't enjoy it the same way that you did uh so i watched this movie with my dad um i put it like as of my final viewing i was like i'm gonna sit down you know watch this movie from beginning to end uh so i put the movie on we got about like 30 minutes in and my dad uh he his setup at home is he has his own box where he can watch his own you know television shows and he just assumed that i put on this movie by using the box that he had not knowing that i literally put in in the movie like uh through streaming services onto the television so he's like He's like taking up his remote. He's pressing. He's like, "Why can't I change the channel?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like, son, why can't I change the channel? Is something wrong with the box?" I'm like, "No, dad, that's not coming from your box." He's like, "Well, change it. This movie's terrible." <laughs> and that was, that was my experience with this movie. And that and that we gotta get your we gotta get your dad's review on more of these movies sometimes. <laughs>